Cue the intro. Hello, beautiful people. I'm so happy to talk to you. It's your girl, Dashing D. Ms. and Mrs. Podcast. You know the vibes. Um, I'm back up in this bitch. Back up in this bitch. Hey, I'm back up in this bitch. Back up in this bitch. Y'all didn't think y'all were getting a song today, did you? I didn't know I was giving one, but here I am. Here we are. I don't know. I've been in a sing-songy mood lately. I don't know why, which is really good from the dark place that I was in, which is why y'all haven't seen me because (sighs) the ghetto, it's just been rough and uh, I've recorded, I've re-recorded, I've tried to make it. You know, I try to be real with y'all and when I'm sad, I tell you I'm sad. When I'm happy, I tell you I'm happy. But something didn't sit right with me. So maybe some of you heard the short, very short 17-minute episode that I posted. But I ended up taking it down uh, since half of it was me crying. Um, Don't really want to go back there. I had a... a a death in my family if you did not get to hear it which most of you probably didn't um but it just really kind of shook me and I uh it was bad it was bad I don't want to say it's better now but I'm more at peace right now um it was just rough the first week or two really rough a lot of tears and a lot of sadness and just stress and frustration and anger and every emotion every negative emotion you could possibly feel I felt it so that's why I disappeared for a while um but I hope you enjoyed the little bonus quickie that I posted I thought that was a cute little name it looks like people liked that maybe because it was a little bit shorter I don't know if it was because I hadn't posted in a while but it seems like people were into the little quickie so I may do that from time to time I have a lot of there's a lot of content that I record that you guys don't get to hear just because it's too much or it doesn't fit the episode so sometimes I just scrap certain things and I thought about it the other day and I was like I really enjoy listening back to my versus take about Brandy and Monica so I figured I should share it with you guys even if it's not a part of a full episode so hopefully uh you like that Uh, I think I'll do more of that in the future again especially when I don't post an episode if I can post some content that already exists I will absolutely do that but I'm just happy to be back be here and moving forward moving forward I feel like I can breathe right now which you know I've been working on I got some fresh air. I took some time. I um, 
did a very safe and distanced getaway for a couple of days. And I needed that. I really didn't need that. I, ooh. <laughs> just thinking about where I was two weeks ago and and where my head is at today, I am grateful. I'm so thankful that I've moved past that dark space and rather quickly, I would say. Um, but I think it helped to change my scenery a little bit. And I got a COVID test. I don't think... I don't know if I ever mentioned before, I did do an antibody test a while back, but this was the first time I did an actual COVID test. So for anyone who hasn't done it yet, um, it's free pretty much everywhere as far as I know. So you should be able to get one if you need to get one, especially if you've been in a crowd or you've traveled or um, you want to see a loved one who might be at a higher risk, you should uh, definitely get one done. I actually did a rapid test the other day, which I got my results back in 24 hours. And it wasn't as bad knocking on wood because I'm sure I'll have to have another one at some point. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I've heard people say they feel it in their brain. I've heard some people say it wasn't that big of a deal. But I'm going to tell you guys something really unpleasant that was worse than that. So a few months ago, actually in the middle of COVID, when I was having all my medical issues, one of the things that I had to do was go to an ENT and I went and they're like okay we need to look down your throat and I'm like what you mean you gonna look down my throat (laughs) they were like yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take a camera and we're going to look down your throat so I'm like what exactly does this entail so the doctor's like well I'm I'm just gonna you know use this and he shows me this little skinny wiry thing uh, with a tiny bulb at the end of it and it's long and I'm like well what is he gonna do with that and he's like I'm gonna I'm gonna put this through your nose so that I can take a look at the back of your nose and I can also look down your throat when I tell you I felt violated in the worst kind of way I wish that on no one. If someone ever tells you that they want to take a little wiry thing and stick it down your nose to check your throat, tell them, no, you don't even like, why don't we just skip this? (laughs) Why don't we just not do this? Because had I known, I would have been like, sir, what do do you think you're going to do with that? Yeah, I was. Oh, my God. I don't even know. I don't don't even know how to describe it in a way that is pleasant. It was not pleasant. And then my nose was running for like an hour afterwards, which is gross. It was just, ugh. Ugh. You don't want that to happen. I can tell you right here, right now, that the COVID test is 10 times more comfortable than that. That is something that you don't want. The COVID test, I felt, was shorter than the camera going down my throat. It also wasn't as invasive as it doesn't pass a certain 
area of your nose and that felt like it was going through my body mainly because it was so I just want to encourage everyone to do that like I wanted to see a friend so I thought this was the smartest thing to do we got to be smart about being around other people and making sure that um you know it doesn't become it doesn't become an issue. I apologize uh, for the Skype message. <laughs> I didn't realize that I still, my work computer is still on. I didn't realize that um, it was going to make that noise. So my bad, y'all. All right, it's time for Petty on All this week. I'm really annoyed. <laughs> we got to get these Zooms together. I know I've complained about Zoom before, but when I complained about Zoom, I had no right because it was in the very beginning of things and we didn't know what we were doing and people were still trying to figure it out. So I can accept that I was overzealous in thinking that people would understand what to do. But today, six months later, people should at least have a good grasp, a strong grasp on how to make a zoom work this has nothing to do with work zooms this has nothing to do with your you know your little kiki catch-up zooms do not invite me to a zoom event if your zoom is not tight let me say that again do not do me the the disadvantage of being invi- invited to your Zoom when your shit is not tight. What does this mean? I'll tell you a story. I was invited to a Zoom wedding. First of all, I knew people or I knew at least one person who was going to the wedding in person right the zoom time and the in-person time were very very different when I say very different I mean there was almost a two-hour difference between the two times now I know matter of fact this is a two-part petty or not now I know that some of y'all like to give people the wrong time when they show up so we can just call this the petty within the petty I hate that shit too don't invite me to something and give me the wrong time because I am someone who shows up on time so you know who that frustrates people like me People who actually give a damn about showing up on time. And so they do. Why should I be punished and other people rewarded for their bad behavior? I, n- I have never understood this. Don't, I hate when people do it. It irritates the shit out of me when I find out that I got somewhere 30 minutes early, an hour early, whatever it is. What the fuck am I supposed to do for an hour? Tell me the real time. 
Don't tell me the wrong time. I hate that shit. I understand giving people a 10 minute or a 15 minute grace period. That is perfectly fine. But what you will not do, what you people will stop doing to me is inviting me to shit an hour before I'm supposed to be there. I'm an adult. I'm a responsible adult and I can get somewhere on time. And for the people who can't, fuck them. Then they're late. You know what you need to do at that point, especially if it's a wedding ceremony. They can't come into the ceremony. They will have to wait till the ceremony is over because they decided to arrive late. Unless it's someone in the bridal party or someone who is very significant to this wedding happening. The rest of them can wait outside. Back to the petty yarn at hand. So I already knew that something was weird about the times, but fine. I figured, you know, maybe the people who were going to be in person were given an earlier time so that, you know, whatever the situation is, they're early. Now, I don't I don't even believe in doing that during COVID because then you're having people sit somewhere for a longer period of time than they need to. And that seems irresponsible as well. But we could we could talk about COVID later. So... I get on the Zoom. I log on a little bit early. I always log on, log into a Zoom a little bit early just to make sure my camera's right and whatever. So I wasn't, I, you know, I'm not even counting that extra few minutes. No one at the time that people were supposed to be there, where the 50 people were on the Zoom, no one who was actually present at the event was in the Zoom. And I thought that was strange. But I said, you know, let me just wait it out. Let me, you know, let me stick around because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to complain. I kept seeing there was this one irritating person who in the corner, in the, in the corner, in the chat kept saying, yeah, maybe they, you know, maybe this is about CP time and they told us a different time. I don't know why you would have to tell someone sitting in their home that they should log on for what? Early for what? Anyway, it gets better because an hour later, still had not seen anyone who was actually at this event log into the Zoom with visuals on anything. No one spoke to us. No one said anything. And you got all the the, the old folks who have, excuse me, grown folks <laughs> who have gotten dressed up and fancy all gussied up there was one person in a three-piece suit on the zoom and at no point did anyone arrive to the zoom luckily again knew someone who was attending the actual ceremony and started to receive photos of the ceremony while in the zoom waiting for these people to arrive to the zoom so that we could all watch the same wedding that's happening wherever it's happening so I asked the question, well, what's happening? Does this mean that there's no Zoom? Oh, the internet is not working. You're telling me that you booked a venue months ago and the internet is not working? Just magically the internet did not work and there was no one, no one at all at this event that had a phone that could use cellular data to get into Zoom. Because if peop- if I'm getting text messages, that means cellular data was fine, right? So 
No one was able to alert the 50 people that sat on this Zoom for an hour. No one was able to alert them that there was a problem. You know who did? I did. Once I got word that the internet wasn't working, I then sent a text message back. Hey, is this a situation where we need to tell people that they should log out because they're not going to see anything? Yeah, you should. Yeah, tell them. Why? Why is this happening? So I'm going to give a piece of advice to everybody who is going to, at some point, have an event where they're going to invite people via Zoom because this is, this is the world we live in. Figure the Zoom shit out the same way you figure all the other shit out. So you figure out what time you got to be there at the church or where, it doesn't matter where. The Zoom portion of your event should be treated the same way everything else having to do with your event is treated. Or here's a suggestion. Just don't even do the Zoom. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because to have 50 people sitting in a Zoom for an hour and then having to tell them or not really tell them there's not going to be any zoom event to watch is annoying and you've now wasted my time i don't i don't give a fuck where i was whether i was in my house or someplace else never again never don't invite matter of fact don't invite me i'm good i'm good i appreciate the previous invite but you don't have to give me a second one if you can't figure your shit out i think i'm done here so I've been thinking about white people lately. If you are aware, Stasi Schroeder from the show Vanderpump Rules basically got, y'all know I don't like that whole cancel culture thing, but she was fired from her job at Bravo on Vanderpump Rules because it came out that she um, help to orchestrate um, uh, calling the cops on the only black cast member and it came the story came out I don't want to say came out because it was it was out there before but I guess no one really paid attention to it until um, the cast member this year when Black Lives Matter and everything started to rise up again she she did an interview about it and it became it became headline news of course and so Stasi and other castmates were fired for remarks that they made Stasi also on her podcast made very specific <laughs> remarks about black people um and the Oscar so white movement that happened a couple years ago she she said that she felt that black people were always looking for special treatment and she didn't understand why um, uh, they always want something or they all want everything to be about them. Um, so the only reason I'm bringing this up is because Tamara Hall, who is dope black woman, um, 
that might be dope and black this week i didn't really prepare anything but we'll talk about that later so <laughs> tamra hall is uh she has her talk show she came back this week with a bunch of interesting guests and she decided to interview stassi schroeder stassi has not done any interviews since she was fired she's been hiding away um keeping her mouth shut she's pregnant so and found out I guess right after she got fired so I think that there is there has been you know and also a a need to protect um her well-being I'm sure um but also it's probably pretty difficult to try to reckon with your mistakes um, especially during a time like this, especially during the social media age where everybody has something to say. Everyone has an opinion, including myself. I was very vocal on Twitter about how I was very vocal on Twitter about how I felt about Vanderpump Rules because it is a show that I used to watch. And I made sure that I at all of them and I let them know how I felt because as a viewer and, you know, in the back of your mind, you kind of think yeah, this probably happens or this person is probably capable of, but you also want to give people the the benefit of the doubt because everything that you watch or everything that you consume can't be governed by the presumption that someone is bad. I just can't, I can't live like that. I know some people are fully comfortable with that. I'm just not. So anyway, I watched this this train wreck of an interview and the reason it was a train wreck is because she's not prepared she doesn't even seem like she fully grasps yet what the implication of of her ignorance and the implication of her statements her public statements have she's kind of just like I know I'm wrong yeah I'm wrong I'm wrong. I came here to say that I'm wrong, but she doesn't know why she's wrong. She doesn't understand. She under she understands that all lives matter is problematic, but she doesn't really grasp what black lives matter means. Um, she said that she's had a coach, um, who she checks in with every week and she learns about black history And she learns about why it is bad to say the things that she says because she is a a white woman of privilege. Um, It just felt very rehearsed and re... Like, like someone clearly media trained her but didn't train her well. Because Tamron wasn't holding any punches. Holding any punches? Is that how you say it? I don't even know. But I'm sorry if I messed that up. I'm not looking it up to correct it. But Tamara was basically like, listen, y'all. Listen, listen, Stassi. Listen, y'all. Listen, Stassi. I just need to understand that you understand what you did wrong. And you understand why you can't do these things. And you understand because you were having a child. Blah, 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 blah. You know, this is going to be something that's going to come up in your life. Everyone knows this about you. People are calling you a racist. She's like, I've never been a racist. I mean... Most racists, unless they're like outwardly racist, don't claim racism. So there's that. Um, But this just brings up for me a, a bigger conversation about the fact that 
not white people in particular, yes, but people in general and celebrities in general and people, public figures in general do shit for shock value. They do shit that they know they shouldn't say or they shouldn't do and they do it anyway. She even made some comment about um, or posted some photo where she said she was dressed like a Nazi or something like that. And that even became controversial. People do these things and they know that it's wrong because in, in, in implicitly for most of us, we have some sort of standard of right versus wrong. And I think sometimes, I think a lot of times, the right and wrong question pops up in our head, but we do it anyway because, yeah, sometimes it's more fun to take the lower road. However, when you're doing it at the expense of a specific group of people or when you're doing it at the expense of being mean to someone or whatever the case may be, why don't you just think before you speak? Because I'm tired of people saying things and then having to apologize for it, but their apologies don't really mean anything. Their apologies don't feel like real apologies. All it feels like is, oh shit, I fucked things up and now I have to try to fix it some way somehow. So the best way to fix it is to say I'm sorry. I'm tired of people saying they're sorry when they're not sorry. Can we normalize like people not accepting apologies from people who don't actually mean it? And I know that's, you know, debatable whether someone means something or not. But based on what I watched today, she don't she don't know what she means. I think she knows it's wrong to be racist. I just don't think she knows what racism really is and and, and the depths of racism and that it doesn't just have to be somebody calling saying calling someone a nigger or whatever the case may be. I just, oh, the stress, the stress, but that's something that we got to normalize because I'm tired. I'm sick and I'm tired of all the people who say the things that they say and do the things that they do. And then a day later or two days later, we get these public statements or we get an IG live or we get an interview where they're going to set the record straight and apologize for what they did. But I don't really think, like, as much as people may not like Kevin Hart and the things that he has said and the things that he has done, and I am not defending him in any way, but what I appreciated about Kevin Hart was, Kevin Hart was basically like, I don't understand why y'all want me to apologize, so I'm not going to apologize. That's some real shit apologize to me or anyone else for that matter when you understand what you did and when you feel that people deserve that because otherwise I want to see the piece of shit you really are can we do that but you know what happens the checks start running out the jobs you've lost so many jobs and now you're trying to figure things out you went from being at the top of your game to now trying to figure out what you're going to do next, this is why you think before you speak. Because in a a flash, this woman lost everything. Everything. Um, Everything professionally, I should say, because she still has her fiancé. She has her baby on the way. I don't want to ignore those things. Those things are important as well. But in terms of 
the entire life that you built for yourself was based on this very, the same show that you got fired from. She lost her podcast. She was dropped from other ventures. Um, she was in the, she was in the middle of planning her wedding, I believe. And so there were some, uh, media opportunities that came up because she was getting married. Everything, all of that got pulled, all of that got stripped. And honestly, I ain't gonna lie. Like she's a white woman. She's going to be fine. Someone will give her another show. I heard she was shopping another show on another network. I'm sure that she will land on her feet. And this is just, she just need, probably needs to lay low for a little while and let people forget and let people, you know, get over the discomfort of of wanting to see her face. I'm sure a lot of us who actually supported the show will probably never watch anything that she does or consume anything that she does ever again but that won't matter because she will likely still have a following this is basically why you can't cancel people because they will still exist um but think before you speak that's really all it is or just don't don't give me something that you're not ready to give me she probably needed to sit her ass down for another few months before speaking because she clearly doesn't understand it and instead of working with a fucking coach i don't know where you get a coach from tamarin asked her the same question where do you get where does one get a coach to teach them about blackness <laughs> instead of getting a coach like god you just meet some real black. you've never met a, a black person it's so funny when you go to new orleans she's she's originally from new orleans and when you go there like it's very clear that there is a distinction between white new orleans and black new orleans and i didn't realize that before i had gone there um she needs to go to the black part and try to meet some people and understand some people or something maybe she needs to read white fragility again maybe she needs to read some other books i don't know I don't know. I don't know how she learns this because she doesn't seem to be grasping it. But I do believe that people can change and I do believe that people can find understanding. I just don't see it and don't care to see it anymore. Not looking for it. Um, I watched it because Tamron was doing it. If Tamron Hall wasn't doing it, I would have been like, fuck this. That's that on that. Should we talk about Cardi B and Offset? I've been debating whether I should bring this up or not because I hate when certain aspects of people's lives become news. I just, it's never sat well with me that a divorce filing gets reported as news like is it any of our business what happens to us as the viewing public when we get this information like what why do we need it how does this how does this change things i know when you're in the public eye obviously you're at risk of public scrutiny you're always being watched people want to know about your life people always want to know more about you i guess there's some level of if I know more about you, I feel somehow closer to you, which is kind of bizarre when you think about it. But 
So I'm always not sure if bringing things like this up is worth it or does it matter? My opinion of it truly doesn't. But I guess it's interesting to talk about. So this week, it was reported that Cardi B uh, filed for divorce um, from Offset. We've talked about Cardi B and Offset before, and that's really what made me even bring it up. Because I know we've talked about the fact that there have been a lot of cheating rumors. She's kind of acknowledged the cheating and she's basically said she came out publicly, uh, I want to say two years ago now, and said that, you know, all men cheat. So what is she supposed to do every time he runs out and cheats? Is she supposed to leave him? Um, but I guess, you know, after giving it a go and, and trying, even though, you know, he's had all of these indiscretions, allegedly, she has decided that it is time for them to sever ties. I also don't think this is the first time she filed for divorce, but correct me if I'm wrong. I think that back then she did file for divorce and they, he went on this whole apology tour trying to get her back. I remember that's when he had hopped on stage. I think we talked about it on here when he got on stage and was like, uh, you know, hey, uh, I messed up and I really think we should be together. And, you know, some people thought it was a beautiful gesture. Others, including myself, thought it was selfish and inappropriate for him to show up at her work, essentially, and make a scene. Um, good for her. You know, if if you've had enough with his shit, you've had enough with his shit. I don't know what the details are. I don't know what um, what her thought process is. I do know that as soon as the news came out, there was uh, talks about new infide- infidelity, um, someone coming out. I want to say that there was a rumor that Offset got someone pregnant. Um, I do think her people came out shortly after and said, no, 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 this has nothing to do with that. Uh, mind your business. So I think that's what we should do. <laughs> like, I'm just going to mind my business. I put it out there because, I mean, there's no, it's really no conversation here. Like, we already know what he's been up to. So I can't say I'm sad. I don't, I mean, I don't know them personally. <laughs> I think if you're empowered to leave or if you feel like you're in a bad situation or the situation is not working out, you should feel empowered to leave. I don't think you should ever have to stay in something that you don't want to be in. Um, And sometimes you do for one reason or another. I've talked before about like being in a relationship and feeling like I shouldn't leave. So I totally understand like her wanting to feel it out and figure out if moving on was the right thing for her to do and if that's what she's decided to do well then you go girl and you um you go find your peace i've also read that people are saying that 
maybe her WAP isn't as good as she says it is. And that's why he left. Are y'all really doing that? Are people being that ugly? Y'all really think that all it takes is some good WAP to keep a man from cheating? I don't know if I believe that. I don't... Yeah, no. No, I think it takes a lot of... I think I think that the the onus there doesn't fall on her. I think the onus falls on him. If he's a cheater, and it to me from the outside looking in and what we've seen, he's just a cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. So it was never going to matter what she did if he constantly and chronically cheats, then he's just gonna continue to cheat. Some people are some people are that way. I'm not excusing his behavior, but chances are there was nothing she could have done. Yes, it takes two people to be in a relationship, but if one person is doing what they're supposed to do to hold up their end of the relationship, well then that doesn't fall on them. That falls on the person who keeps fucking up. And to and I think it's one thing for someone to say, well, men cheat or whatever, but it's also another thing to like have to put up with the bullshit every day. Sometimes you just don't, don't want to put up with that bullshit in every day. So good for her. Um, I wish them well. You know, they there's a child involved, so you never want there to be bad blood in those situations because children suffer I would know I am a product of divorce so I I totally understand and I wish them nothing but the best but you know I mean Offset was fucking up he been fucking up all right and for a much better more eloquent take on this clearly mapped out and described in the best way I could think of. Um, check out Demetria L. Lucas's Instagram page. She reposted something that and Nat Max posted, and she discusses this very thing that you know people put so much on women in terms of what they were bringing to the table and why that became a deal breaker and why that caused the man to cheat when when you say that out loud it sounds nuts so definitely check that out um she said it way better than i ever could we can't close out this week's episode without acknowledging the fact that fall is upon us I know it's not officially fall yet, but fall is upon us. Um, once, once the Labor Day holiday passes, we we also we always get this chill, this immediate chill that happens. At least in New York, we do. I don't know about other places, but you get this chill in the air, and. All I can think of is pumpkin spice, 
crisp apples and gray sweatpants. It's back. They're all back. Can't wait. Ooh, and berries. Berries are very ripe. Uh, as we go into... <laughs> I'm a big berry fan, but berries, you know, are... When they come back into season, they're always really good, like, in the wintertime. So, anyway, really important to note, we we must thank the autumnal gods for giving us, you know, what we need, what we need, including gray sweatpants. May we all have more time outside now that it is not 90 degrees outside and we can, you know, maybe walk about a little bit better, but maybe we all enjoy that time where we see the gray sweatpants out and about. Obviously, we're not out like that anymore, but you still got to go to the grocery store. Well, unless you're like me, you get your groceries delivered, but you still got to do stuff. You still got to at least run errands. So I wish you all, you know, some good gray sweatpants sightings on your journeys, on your travels, because we deserve, we do. With all that being said, this week's Dope in Black is dedicated to Snack Ministry. Please follow Snack Ministry (laughs) on Instagram for gray sweatpants and more. (laughs) So basically what it is, is a Instagram account that is dedicated to beautiful black men. Um... I think it's all black men. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it is. Um, It doesn't even matter. It's dedicated to beautiful men. And it just is. If you want your daily dose, not daily. It's definitely not daily because I don't see it in my feed that often. But if you want a healthy portion of some fine ass men then follow snack ministry you will thank me later i promise you and now that we're getting into gray sweatpants season it is very likely that we're about to get flood our timelines are about to get flooded with those types of photos from snack ministry so i just wanted to shout them out um i think i know who runs it but like i'm not really totally sure it's it's weird but Definitely check it out. Um, Follow the account. You will not be disappointed. I promise you. And that's Dope and Black for this week. All right. I think it's time to close out the episode. Thank y'all for listening. As always, much appreciated. Don't forget... Get your pumpkin spice. I heard Trader Joe's is lit right now. Haven't been yet. But apparently all the fall things that you could ever think of are right in Trader Joe's. I, you know, pumpkin spice is like an acquired taste, I feel. I'm I'm one foot in, one foot out with the pumpkin spice. 
honestly. I don't mind having it in a latte every now and again, but I don't drink coffee nearly as much as I used to. So, and before then, I wasn't drinking it a whole lot to begin with. Um, so, but I will dabble. I love a good, you know, cute little flavor. So, I might have to get me a pumpkin spice latte, but I did hear and I have been seeing photos of all of the things. <laughs> all things fall. They don't even wait. But yeah, do that. I think these days you can go apple picking by um, driving through the orchards instead of actually getting out and walking around, which not for me because I love my favorite part of apple picking is wine tasting but yeah and get you some um well don't get you some but find you some gray sweatpants walking about um I think that's it that's all we need to worry about right now uh hit me up email me if you have a question a comment a concern ms and mrs podcast at gmail.com uh, follow me on can y'all follow me on Twitter like for real for real for real because I think I only have like two Twitter followers which doesn't really bother me but I think it bothers other people because then they feel like you're not real and they think you're a bot and I'm absolutely absolutely not a bot and I actually tweet like all the time so follow me no shade though n-o-s-h-a-d E D O E. And hit me up. Follow me, I'll follow you back. All right. Until next time. Bye.